0: Welcome to the Unapologetic Designer Podcast, where we chat controversial design topics and expose the raw truth about life as a designer. So today we have a crazy episode, probably the craziest episode I have ever created. And I'm just going to go ahead and let my guests introduce themselves.
1: Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Sophie, and I am the owner and designer behind May Digital and Design, where I create refreshing and nature-inspired brand identities and websites for adventurous entrepreneurs. And today we're here because I copied Kenzie Green's website onto my own.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love that intro. That's a perfect intro. So let's dive into like You know, what, first off, let me also say, Sophie is a recent graduate from the Design Biz Academy. Um, So when this happened, I was coaching her and we were in the middle of going through the Design Biz Academy in the middle of our course. So like, how did it come about that you ended up copying me? Like, what was the thought process? What was your side of the story?
1: Okay, so first thing I'm going to say is there was no thought process. (laughs) Um, Copying is not okay. um, And there is no way to justify it. But just for a little bit of background, so basically at the start of 2022, I made it my goal to refresh my entire brand for the third time in two years. And I really wanted to commit to building up my design business enough that I could quit my nine to five. So I started off really strong. I was going to webinars, attending events, doing all the things. And then I was really starting to see growth for the first time since 2020. And I spent months agonizing over every detail of this new brand. And here's the thing, even though I had created something that was 10 times better than what I had before, I was ready to give up because it still wasn't in my mind perfect and progress was slow despite all of my best effort. And then I found you and The Brief Collective on Instagram this is kind of where it all started so i knew almost immediately that you encapsulated like everything i wanted to be we're the same age we graduated the same year we both received a degree in design and we share a lot of the same very strong opinions about design (laughs) the difference i felt like was that so like on instagram alone you had like forty thousand followers or something you were booking high quality clients you were charging 10k for your services while I on the other end was just like flailing about in the water. (laughs) So I wanted to learn from you so badly. And so it was a no brainer that I'd sign up for the brief collective. And so in the weeks leading up to that first group coaching call, I kicked it into overdrive. I was finishing my rebrand in the website that I'd already started. And I wasn't sure what the expectation for new students was. And pretty much out of pure self-competitiveness i wanted to be able to show off like how far i had been able to get on my own and so this created two major problems i think um the first was that i was making critical design decisions in a rush rather than thinking about strategy and two i was so far in the burnout zone that i was referencing other designers websites for quote-unquote inspiration primarily yours (laughs) in order to just like finally get done what I wanted to get done without even realizing how unethical or ineffective it was. And so like you said, um, I think it was during our second group coaching call, we had to share our personal branding. And at that time I didn't have a brand board. So I decided I'd share my recently completed website. And when the group call ended, I remember feeling so proud of my brand and my website other coaches had given me a lot of praise i felt like i was already ahead of a lot of my classmates and i had noticed that you hadn't given me a lot of feedback during the call and you were really quiet which i was a little disappointed by because i was primarily looking for your opinion but like overall i remember going to bed happy but then uh after making my cup of coffee and sitting down at my computer the next day i checked instagram And I saw that I had a message from you. And I'm not going to lie. I seriously thought that it was going to be praise for how good my brand looked the night before. (laughs) I was such an ego. And holy cow, was I wrong. And so do you mind, like, if you're comfortable, do you mind if I read the message you sent me? Because I think you were like, given the situation, you were fully in the right to freak out on me and go ballistic, but you didn't. And I honestly think the way you worded your message made all the difference in how I reacted.
0: Yeah, sure, go ahead and share it, absolutely.
1: Okay, so this is the message that I got from Kenzie. Hi Sophie, I'm messaging you directly out of respect as one of the Brief Collective students. Last night during our call when sharing your website with the group, I became extremely alarmed with how similar some of your design decisions were to mine. Upon further inspection, it appears you've taken direct copywriting and created a nearly identical portfolio layout along with other things, including but not limited to various design elements from my site. I've attached images for your reference. At The Brief Collective, we do not take copying lightly. A website is something so personal to each brand, its processes, and what the business stands for. Of course, TBC always encourages the seeking of inspiration, but copying is not something we tolerate. I wanted to reach out directly so you could be fully aware of that. I expect this to be completely changed as soon as possible. So do you want to give like some insight into like how you were feeling when you sent that message or like what you were thinking during the call?
0: Yeah, so like I feel like that sounded so calm and collected (laughs) because like I'm very good at articulating my words, but um, when I first saw your website on the call, I think I was very upset and disappointed. And then it just turned to like pure anger. And the only reason that I really was able to respond in the way that I did is because I'm speaking for three people. I mean, the Brief Collective is also run by Coach Marissa and Coach Sam. So obviously like, I also have to take them into account and like handle that in a very professional way. But on the inside, I was, like, raging with anger, and I was, like, if it were up to me, like, I would kick her out, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, I was saying that stuff because I was just so angry, but I really took time to, like, think about what I was going to say, and honestly, like, I was fuming for, like, multiple hours. Like, it really kept me up at night because copying is one of my biggest pet peeves. So, I, yeah, I mean, it really, really impacted me probably more than you know, But now let's get to your response because that's very important too.
1: Yeah, I I can totally, if I was you, like I would have reacted the same way. Like I, okay, anywho. So uh, I can't even like really put into words how I truly felt in the moment when I got that message. Like my heart completely dropped into my stomach And am I allowed to swear? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Because I have never felt like more of a shitty person in my life than I did in that moment. Like, truly. And so, first of all, I was so thankful that you had reached out to me directly and like given me the chance to redeem myself in private, even though I probably didn't deserve it, rather than putting me on blast in front of the other coaches and my classmates. And I knew right away that you were referencing the individual portfolio pages on my website because that was the one thing I knew 100% that I copied. And so for some of the context, like I can't even begin to describe how many versions of design those pages had gone through. And I was so frustrated with it. And when I saw yours, I thought they were so perfect and that they were exactly how I wanted mine to look. And I even remember thinking like I had every intention of reaching out and asking for your permission to use your design layout for my own like specifically on those pages and then since i'd finished them the night before our call i'd completely forgotten and now where i am now as a designer i know that even asking for permission wouldn't really fly because they weren't set up in a way that was strategic for my own website and so what i hadn't noticed was all of the other similarities between our sites so granted some of it was a coincidence like some of the verbiage but there was so much more that i legit hadn't realized i had copied until you sent me photo comparisons and you know i consider myself to be a rather intelligent and perceptive person but it had never even occurred to me that by sharing my website i would be openly admitting that I plagiarized your website. Like (laughs) seriously, I know I'm not stupid. If I had bad intentions and had purposely copied you, I never would have shared my website um, because that's just stupid. So I think one of the biggest pieces of advice I want to give listeners right now, especially if they're building or redoing their websites, it is do not under any circumstances look at other designers' websites while you are designing your own or really designing anything, especially if you're feeling burned out or experiencing imposter syndrome, because you may not even realize what you're absorbing and then inadvertently duplicating on your own site without even recognizing it as copying. And that, like it did for me, could get you into some like really serious trouble. And so like, I'm going to be totally honest, not even was my entire day completely thrown off balance after reading that message, but like, so were the next several weeks as I worked to solve the problem. And I realized that in my attempt to escape the feeling of imposter syndrome and feeling like a fraud, I had turned into an actual fraud. (laughs) And in addition, I had damaged my credibility and I lost the respect of someone that I truly looked up to and there are absolutely no words to describe how awful that feels.
0: So do you mind reading the message that you had sent back to me?
1: Oh, sure. Let, let me pull that up here really quick. So like I kind of described pieces of it. But yes, I will read back the whole thing. So I said, hi, Kenzie. I appreciate you reaching out to me. I was actually going to reach out to you this morning about the same thing because I could see it on your face during the call, and I genuinely felt like a piece of shit. Of course, copying is not okay, nor a standard that I want myself or my business to be held to. I will not deny that I used your stunning site as inspiration for some of my own, primarily the individual portfolio pages. I was going to reach out and ask if I had your permission to do something similar on these pages, as it's the part of my website I've struggled with the most, but I will find something else. I just haven't been able to nail down another layout that looks or feels right. That being said, some of the other elements, such as the portfolio grid on my homepage and some of the wording, such as elevate your client experience and stand out among your competition, are things that I've transferred from my old site copy since 2020. Can I keep these in particular? Do you want me to read the message after that, too?
0: I don't even remember what it says. If you feel like you should, sure. If you don't, you don't don't have to.
1: Yeah, I'm going to read it. I just, I had to reread it quick. It says, I already have an unpublished version of my site that I've been working to update, but wasn't ready to share. So I will start making these additional changes effective immediately. I will keep you updated on my progress, and I sincerely apologize for my mistakes. I regard you very highly as a designer, coach, and
0: human, and I am sorry if I made your work feel devalued. So I think that your response was a very respectable response because I have had people even people who like just did a one-on-one coaching call with me copy things from me before and I've also called like other people copying other designers and I you know point that out and usually it's like deny 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 so the fact that you were like basically admitting it and saying I know I've screwed up really shifted you know my reaction about like how I was feeling and how we were going to move forward from there because I think that was just the right thing to do and the right response whereas most people don't have that same reaction when they get called
1: (laughs) yeah well I feel like well especially because you sent photos like it's right there in your face there there's no way to deny copying like you can literally see it (laughs) that's there's evidence right there and so I was like even if you didn't have the photos, like, be, I think a lot of it came down to respect, even though, you know, it was disrespectful to copy you. In my heart, like, I hold so much respect for you as a designer and as a person. And I really tried to put myself in your shoes then and think like, okay, what if someone had done this to me? And I, on there was no way to put into words, like, honestly, how shitty I felt. Like, it really like messed me up inside and I couldn't believe that I had
0: let myself get to this point either. So let's move on to like your transformation because obviously like we're doing a podcast together like obviously we're on great terms and you're in our alumni program you're one of our top paying affiliates for DBA now how did that entire incident shape like you moving forward and creating this beautiful brand that you have now?
1: Yeah, so it was really hard. So as promised in my response back to you, um, part of the response I don't think I actually read out loud, but I worked twice as hard to fix the problem and try to earn back as much as your respect as I could. Like that was really my main concern because I this was the very beginning of the brief collective and I wanted to stay in the brief collective and I really wanted to put the time and effort in and I was off on such a bad foot that I was like, okay, I really need to make up for it now. So I put all of my spare time into soul searching and trying to figure out who I truly am as a person and as a designer. And that was really difficult for me, especially since my classmates and other designers on social media were praising me for what I already had But little did they know that half of it was like yours. And so what it eventually came down to, I think um, this is something I've been a lot more vocal about on social media recently, was that accepting that niching is not a necessary evil. Rather, it's the purest way to express yourself as a designer. So in going into the Design Biz Academy, I had a lot of passions and interests, and that made me feel like I needed to design for every single one of them. So to start, my website was a hodgepodge of ideas that didn't make sense together, and half of them weren't even my own ideas. So I decided to pick what felt most natural to me and where I was taking the most inspiration from in my personal life, and that was adventurous and outdoorsy design. And so once I let go of this idea that I had to style my brand in a way that adapted to all types of industries, the floodgates quite literally burst open like I just remember that night so clearly that within almost an hour of accepting my niche I had almost my entire brand identity mapped out in my head and that had never happened before like within a week I had created and exported all of my logos all of my illustrations all of my patterns and I was already getting started on my new and original (laughs) website and so even though I was now on my fourth rebrand in two years. None of them had ever come to me as naturally and made me feel as inspired as what I currently have. And the reception of the website that my Design Biz Academy classmates had was so heartwarming. And I remember like seeing you smile when I showed a little glimpse of it for the first time, like made me feel so proud of myself and I'm not saying that it's perfect like i still have a long way to go with where i want it to be but in my opinion it is leaps and bounds ahead of what i had showed during that second group coaching call because it was designed with actual strategy and my true personality and target audience in mind like everything finally clicks creativity flows more naturally because i'm no longer designing to other designers standards and I wouldn't have been able to do that um, if you haven't called me out. So thank you for calling me out. (laughs) Like, I really don't think I would be even close to where I am with my
0: brand. Like, I'd still be trying to figure it out. I even remember, like, when you showed it, how happy I was because I could just look at it and see that, okay, she's really dug deep into herself and, like, has finally found, you know, that spark that's her and I feel like I can see that among like certain students who have like got there and I can also tell when students are still kind of working to find that place and it was just so so heartwarming to see what you had created once you did find that portion of yourself because I I think that it is so beautiful like I I said that before it's stuck in my head like your branding is just so distinct now and it feels like you. So I am really happy that you've made the progress that you've made. Are there any, like, I know you said you have some key takeaways and you've already touched on some. Are there any other things that you want to, like, you know, talk about before we wrap this up?
1: Yeah, so I want to make sure that I'm coming across clearly that in no way am I saying that copying is like the reason my brand is where it is. And it's so good. Like I spent still like, I still spent so much time trying to figure this out. This was still years of trying to figure out who I am. This was just kind of like a peak moment that I honestly wish I could take back because I feel like now it's like a black spot on my record. And I feel like even though I am so proud of where my brand is, like I will never not look at my brand. And be reminded of this situation and what happened, and so I don't want other designers to think like, "Oh, I, I have copied another designer, something or something." But maybe that means like I'll get to what I really want soon. Like I don't want that to be my message. So basically, like, don't rush your creativity, or you'll end up with something that isn't truly you and might be a quilt of other designers' work, and you know, burnout is really damaging, not only to your decision making skills, but it also takes a physical toll on your body. And so I think it's important to know the warning signs. And you know, imposter syndrome is something that I think nearly every designer has experienced. And from my experience, the worst thing you can do to relieve that feeling is look to other designers, because then you're truly becoming an imposter. So my advice is, just take the time to sit back, reflect, let your body heal from burnout, like let inspiration and creativity come naturally. And um, I think, yeah, just don't look at other designers' work while creating anything, no matter how big or small, because you never know what you may be absorbing as inspiration, but that gets transferred
0: into your design as plagiarism. And I'm not gonna lie, like the portfolio page is literally the hardest thing to design because I remember like, I mean, I've, you know, rebranded myself multiple times and designing the portfolio page was always the biggest frustration. And when I designed like my latest site that I have now, that portfolio page was like all me. So like, I think that was what even made me more (laughs) angry about the situation is like, I finally found this layout and this design that I created originally from the heart. I love it. It works. And now someone's copied it. Like, what the heck, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Well, and I know you talked about this with high flyer
1: powerhouse. And I think she said it best that the copy will never be as good as the original. And that was 100% true with like every aspect of my website, but especially that page, like the portfolio is truly like, to me, the heart of your website. And that's where people want to go to see who you are and what your style is. And Like, if you know the other designer, it's pretty easy to recognize that you copied that designer's work. So, I mean, right there, you never know, like, who knows who you copied and then you're putting a bad taste in their mouth right away because the portfolio is supposed to be you. Like, that's honestly the worst page to copy. Like, I don't know what I was thinking. I
0: wasn't. (laughs) Did you tell anyone else about this incident? Um, well, I told my boyfriend because it was kind of hard to
1: like, I was literally moping around the house, like I couldn't function for days, like, I felt so horrible. So he knew what happened. And then after that, like, I didn't really tell anyone, like, it is truly like the biggest design faux pas, like, I was trying to figure out like, okay, this is an important part of my story. And I want to be able to tell it. But I also want to find a way to tell it in a way that it's still constructive and limits the damage to me as much as possible as selfish as that is because I feel like I've grown a lot since this and so like I don't want to be held to this standard that oh she's a copier you know
0: yeah and I mean it's it's like that with everything like sometimes we create work like and we look back on it years later and we're like ew I don't want my name on that anymore <laughs> like yeah. uh, I'm doing that right now. I'm actually like redesigning a client's website that I built years and years and years ago. And I'm looking at this site like, what on earth was I doing when I made this? Like, it's terrible. Yeah, I have a lot of stuff that I feel that
1: way about. Um, And this situation is one of those things. I think a lot of people are going to be shocked when they hear this. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like I've gotten a lot of praise from where my brand is right now. And I am so proud of it. But like none of the other Design Biz Academy students know and no one who follows me on social media knows how I got here so you know we'll see we'll see what the aftermath is
0: so since I have you on the podcast what is your let's do like a live honest review of DBA I'll drop your affiliate links in the description okay uh (laughs)
1: <laughs> i think you already know a lot of it because i've posted so much on social media yes but the design business academy is literally the best thing i think i've like ever done the best decision i've ever made and i'm not just talking about like my design business i don't i have never clicked with people so easily before and i think that's because like you don't just stumble across like designers in the world we're all holed up in our houses and so <laughs> I don't have any, you know, friends who are designers and who can relate to what I go through. So just the community aspect and being able to meet people alone was like a really huge thing for me. But then the content, like I went into it having no expectations. All I knew was that I couldn't enroll in the Design Biz Academy and come out the other side in a worse spot than I already was. And I am so glad I did it because like the content was just mind-blowing i mean i think i've watched each module like three times i've taken such detailed specific notes that i literally carry with me everywhere um in case like no matter where i'm working from i have access to everything and the vault resources were a total game changer like the the source the vault resources you were offering were things that i had already spent like tens of hours sitting at my computer trying to map out and trying to design and trying to figure out how to use for my business. And it saved me so much time. I can't even begin to describe how much of a savior it felt.
0: I love that. That's amazing. And I'm also just, I'm incredibly like blown away by the community that we're building and you're part of that and your past Fellow graduates are part of that. And now we have the alumni program and we have the sorority edition for our new students. And you're going to be somebody's big and you're going to have a little. And I'm so excited about that. And like just it's amazing because now I have like even more friends and designers to talk to on a regular basis and connect with. And I think that is so, so important.
1: Yeah, I can't even begin to like describe how excited I am for the DBA alumni first meeting on October 12th. Um, <laughs> I am so excited and to be someone's big, like mentorship is something that is so important to me. It always has been my whole life. So I'm really excited to be able to dive into that aspect of it as well. And, you know, I think again, that goes to show that if you put in the work into de- the design Biz academy, you will get something great out of it. I mean, no program, Or course that you enroll in is ever going to do the work for you but what you put into it is what you get out of it and that to me it was so worth it that now i'm even investing more time and more money into continuing to be a part of it and so i think that's like a really big testament
0: to how impactful the design biz academy was to my business and i'm really happy you say that because i say that all the time like you have to put in the work to see results. And I feel like that's such like a cliche thing, but it's so true because like we had students who enroll and then they don't show up to any calls, they don't do their homework, they aren't involved or engaged with the TBC family. And then those who are are absolutely thriving and like reaping the benefits.
1: Yeah, that blows my mind because like as cheap, and I say cheap as in comparison to a design education, like a real degree. Like in comparison, the Design Biz Academy is so much more affordable, but it's still your money. Like it's still your hard-earned money. And I remember our first call, how many more students there were versus like our last call. And I'm like, where did all these people go? Like they put money into this, right? Like, why aren't they here?
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's it it shocks me that like we've figured out this is how it is. We have orientation and almost all the students show up and then as we go through the program and you know we're going through the modules, we're giving homework, we have multiple group calls, the people who are not giving 100% slowly kind of dwindle down. And then those who give it 100% the whole time, like at the end, they're there at graduation. They're the ones who get certificates. They're the ones who are invited to the alumni program. They're the ones who are going to be mentoring new designers coming into the program. So, so happy that you stuck through the whole experience. And I mean, I'm happy about this incident because it got you to where you're at now.
1: Yeah, um, I think we have mentioned it before, but like, there is no quick fix. <laughs> and I think a lot of people going into the Design Biz Academy think that if they enroll, like the three coaches, you, Marissa, and Coach Sam are, are gonna provide them a quick fix to get their business up fast. It's like, no, you still have to put in the work. Like, you are your brand in business. Like, what are you gonna do when DBA ends? Like, you have to be willing to put in the work.
0: Yeah, and we always get those questions on social media. How do I get clients? How do I get clients? And I'm like I see that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> there is so much involved. Like it's not just some like little magic trick or like some secret. Like you have to do a bunch of different things. Yeah, it's a very
1: complex thing. It's not like there's some program where you go and type your name in and all of a sudden a hundred clients
0: are knocking down your door. <laughs> have you worked with any of the clients that I referred in the student Facebook group? I
1: haven't. I actually only reached out to one of them. And I'm kind of thankful she didn't respond to me because looking at it now, I was doing it for the money and not because it was something I was actually passionate about. Um, That was like, I want to say like just before the halfway mark through DBA. So I'm kind of glad I, I know that sounds a little bit harsh, but she wasn't really my ideal client anyways I don't know who ended up working with half of the people or half the clients that you posted about I'd be curious
0: to find out (laughs) um I know Jess ended up working with the photography client that I had shared at one point because that was our undercover client who was reporting back to me about how everyone did during (laughs) that was so fun (laughs) Uh, that was I'm gonna have to do that again soon with these new students and like they'll have no idea and then I'll just be like so we were actually you know tracking your progress and how well you did anyways
1: that (laughs) Um, would be hilarious you should do a compilation of everyone's faces when they find out (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, so I am so glad that you offered to do this thank you so much for coming on the podcast and talking about you know your experience, what you learn and just being so open and honest about it, because I know it's really hard to like, you know, tell people like, hey, I made this huge mistake, but now I have moved on from that. So like, thank you.
1: Yeah, thank you for calling me out. And uh, thank you even more so for allowing me the opportunity to correct my mistake and express myself on this platform
0: where can people find you on social media? I'll also
1: like leave all your links below anyway, but they can find me on Instagram and TikTok, even though I'm so very new to the TikTok game. Uh, My handle is at Design. That is at H-E-Y-M-A-E design.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of the Unapologetic Designer Podcast. If you'd like to submit your unapologetic design opinions, head over to the link in my description to submit yours anonymously. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can follow our Instagram page or you can sign up to make a monthly donation. I'll see you in the next episode.